we, we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures he restored my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin Wood. we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. So then, as I was done with this process, I talk it loud, because I was done with this process, I say then, um, it's time for Resurrection Sunday. So I said, well, Denzel, you got to put on your theology hat. Because now you got to go deep into the resurrection and show all of the scriptural, all the historical uh, truths of this and bring up a scriptural support so that they can understand all of the Bible behind the resurrection. And the Spirit of God said to me, did you hear what you just said? You said that's not your job. Because I literally, after I got that word um, about the Bible, I said, okay, Resurrection Sunday, it's time for me to preach. I bought to give them some history. I bought to walk them through um, all the things that happened and tell them how long the nail was. Tell you the kind of wood that the cross is built out of and where they cut the timber from. I won't go deep into the Bible and help you understand the Bible. And the Lord says, Why? Wherever you find that information from, whoever lied to you in that information, they can find it too on Google. Your job is not to give them information, but to give them word and truth and revelation. Are you ready for revelation? Let's go into the word then. I don't get scared. Get excited. It's about to get good. Here we go. So I was about, I was about to go so deep, but the Lord says, don't do that. Look at the scripture. So I go into the scripture. Here we go. I go into the scripture, and it says, uh, if there be no resurrection of the dead, Christ is not risen. So, okay. And if Christ be not risen, um, then our preaching is vain. And your faith also is vain. I was starting to get a little concerned. Because um, I was a faith preacher. Vain means useless. I said, boy, Houston, we have a problem. I kept on reading. Yeah, we have found four witnesses and all that kind of good stuff. And then they got to verse 17. And then they got real. The 17 says, And if Christ be not resurrected, not be raised, your faith is vain, and you are still in your sin. Hold on. Hold on. Now, see, unlike you all, I just read the Bible. The Bible says, that if, if, if you in sin, you can't where the worm don't die. Where the fire don't quench. Where, where your tongue is cleaved to the roof of your moat. Where no water, where a drop of water looked 
So, first question to the rich man. He says to Abraham, let, let Lazarus give me a drop of water. Just to, just to be thinking the water, let it drop come on my tongue to cool it down. That's hell. And that's the place where you go when you're in sin. Romans 6 and 23. I learned that in Sunday school. For the wages of sin is death. And I say, Lord God, if Christ be not risen, I get dead. And I can go to hell. My skin is get dark in the summer. Not for true. When I came back from school, people thought I was bleaching. Because my skin clear up. Underneath, I'm a white man. It's up in Tennessee. I came back. I was bright. All my color came back. But when I come here, I turn like y'all. So I'm, I'm struggling. Because Paul says, he says, that if Christ be not raised, resurrected, you're still in sin. Hold on. Hold So now I'm scared. That's why I'm scared. I don't know nobody who see him resurrect. Oh, I'm scared. Trey, I'm scared. I'm scared because I cannot prove his resurrection. Y'all watch the little movie. They started convoluting that story from the day it happened. And the high priest played, paid plenty of money, according to the Bible, to go ahead and spread a lie and spread a myth. And so, this is all kind of different story about whether he resurrected or not. That was hot from then. That was in the punch from then. So, you imagine 2,000 years of propaganda? 2,000 years of you say, I say, no, I say, no, I wasn't there. You don't see your boy was in the bar drunk. You don't say that he was drunk. It's a good movie. Watch a movie. That, I mean, I know it happened like that, but it, it, it really was nice. So, so, can you prove that you resurrected from the dead? Can, can any of y'all do that? If you can, please help me, because I cannot. I, I, don't, I don't know where he resurrected. But y'all just get scared of me. I just get scared of me too. Because I just ask the questions that I just want to ask. Because the book say, Lionel, that if he be not resurrected, then all this stuff is vain. And I'm reading this thing and I'm saying to myself, I'm sure he resurrected. Because I have no proof. I was reading, but the garden gets Gethsemane, and they're saying, some people say they're dead, some people say they're dead, some people say they're dead, some people say they're dead. And some people say it's nowhere. Oh, Lord Jesus. Some people get a little, little church there and say, that's where he's, that's he's crucified. They get another church there and say, that's where he's crucified. And another church there and say, that's where he's crucified. And then some people over there in Jordan say, all them wrong, it's right here. And then another crew, right across the water there in Egypt, say he wasn't crucified at all. When you go over to Egypt, they say they lie and then they, they, they don't mind them. They like lie. So you got all these conflicting reports 
And I know the B-I-B-L-E-S, that's the book for me. I stand alone in the Word of God. The B-I-B-L-E-S, Jesus will never fail, never fail, never. I know that. But this resurrection operation is so critical, but I have no proof. So why are you in a conundrum? Y'all online, y'all please don't go offline and talk with Pastor Denzel at this point. Keep on watching at least. finish. So, as I look at the statement made from Paul, I had to stop being preacher. And I shifted from being a preacher to being an engineer. I went back to being a quasi-scientist. Because we study a lot of sciences. And as I revisited Paul's statement, I looked at it, Ari, as a hypothesis. Please don't leave now. So I look at this hypothesis, and I see in this hypothesis, there is a condition that Paul created a condition of mutual inclusivity. Stay, please, stay, stay. And he also creates a condition of interdependence. Can I explain these terms? Okay. Let me explain them by adding a concept called mutual exclusivity. Let's do it like this. Let me give you two events that are mutually exclusive. At 10.53, Denzel Antonio Rowe is physically in C.H. Reeves. And at 10.53, Denzel Antonio Rowe is in Super Value Prince Charles. They are mutually exclusive, meaning they cannot happen at the same time. One, if one is true, the other has to be untrue. Yeah. Okay? That's mutual exclusivity. Say exclusivity. Write it down so it gets down smart to wake on Tuesday. Now, let's go. Mutual Inclusivity. At 10.53, Tenzin Roll is on the stage in Savior's Auditorium wearing a black chamel. That's mutually inclusive. Because Denzel can be in Savior's on the stage and he can also be wearing a black robe. They are mutually inclusive, but they are not interdependent. Because Denzel could be in C.A. Reeves wearing, show the thing over there in the corner, so it is possible that at 10.55, Denzel is in C.A. Reeves, but he's not wearing 
a black shamir, he is wearing a red one. So while they are mutually inclusive, they are, it's possible for both to happen. It's not guaranteed. When we move into interdependence, it sounds like this. So it's not just mutually inclusive, but it's also interdependent. It sounds like this. Denzel is in C.A. Dreams at 1055. So is his skeletal structure. That's my bones. In other words, it is impossible for Denzel to be in C.A. Dreams and his bones not be in C.A. Dreams. Meaning then, I'm almost there. Once two items are mutually inclusive and interdependent, God Almighty, if you prove any one, then the other one is proven. Okay, all right. Let me give you another, according to the laws of the Bahamas. When we got married, me and her, they gave her a piece of paper, and they give me a piece of paper. Watch this. All she need to do to prove that I am married to her is to prove that she is married to me. I can tell everybody, we married, not me, I ain't married though. All she got to do is go to the registry and show her form that says she is married to me. Once she presents that document that says she is married to me, based on the rules of mutual inclusivity and interdependence, it is impossible for she to be legally married to me and me not in turn to be legally married to her. I'm coming. I do not have the ability to prove the resurrection. But Paul leaves me a way out. Paul says that if there be no resurrection, then my faith is vain. That means if one is wrong, the other is wrong. But if one is true, then the other is true. I cannot prove that the resurrection took place. But what I can do is prove what my faith can make happen. And if I can show you that my faith can cause blind eyes to see, can cause lame to walk, can cause miracle signs and wonders to take place, if I can be successful at proving that this is true, then I have proven also. It says, stop trying to prove the resurrection. He says, that's hard. Were you there when they crucified my Lord? No. Were you there crucified my Lord? No. Oh, 
Sometimes it causes me to tremble, tremble, tremble. After all that trembling, I was not there. But what I can do, I can give you irrefutable evidence, undeniable conditions that confirm that my faith makes things happen. So the first declaration I got to make, did I tell you I'm making declarations today? The first declaration is that my faith will no longer be barren. Glory to God. I know y'all wanted something to write down because some of y'all couldn't spell inclusivity and interdependence, but write this down. My faith has to produce. Glory to God. My faith has to produce. On this Resurrection Sunday, we got to make sure we present the evidence that Christ be resurrected. And the first evidence that must be there is that your faith has to make things happen. Some of us have been holding in faith for far too long. Standing in faith and nothing to substantiate the faith that we're holding on to. We've been telling folks how major, how awesome, how powerful our God is, but there's no substantiation. The days are that done over. As of this resurrection Sunday, from this day forward, when I tell you what my faith can do, I will be able to show you, glory to God, the Bible declares that the disciples of John came to Jesus in Matthew chapter 11, and they said, Jesus, are you the one or should we look for another? And and Jesus responded to them and says, go back and tell John. Tell him what you see. You see blind eyes open. You see lame walking. You see the dumb talking. Tell John. Uh, he says, barren faith days end for you today. Say, my faith has to produce. I want you to say with authority, say, my faith has to produce. I will settle for nothing less. That must be your mindset this resurrection Sunday morning. That my faith must produce. I ain't going to be a believing God and don't see nothing. I ain't going to be a stand on the word and ain't nothing manifesting. I done been there, done that, and it don't feel good. It is very aggravating and very frustrating. It is make you stop giving. It is make you stop praying. It is make you say, Sarah, Sarah. Because it don't make no sense. I fighting because the more I fight, the worse it gets. My prayers ain't being that season is over. The word of God declares in Romans chapter 1, verse 11, I long to be with you that I may impart some spiritual gifts unto you. I'm telling you, there's an impartation from your man of God to you this morning, and I impart unto you that you shall bring forth. I, I listen to me. I'm going to be call me Eli today. Glory be to God. Because Hannah was there praying and says, I want me a son. 
And Eli says, listen to me, girlfriend. As much as y'all talk bad about Eli, don't sleep on Eli now. Eli says, I promise you by this time next year, you're going to have you a child. Your faith going to produce within 12 months. And I'm going to stand as Bishop Eli this morning and declare over everyone in this house whose faith has been barren for the last year, two years, three years, four years. You couldn't see nothing manifest. I declare your faith is about to bring forth. If you receive that, stand to your feet, turn around once and shout, and then sit back down. It's about to bring forth. It's about, it's about to bring forth. It's about to bring forth. All right, sit down. Now, barren faith is the epitome of an oxymoron. Because faith can't be barren. That's oxymoronic. Faith produce. James got so cold. James said, show me your faith. Not barren. Faith can't be barren. You got to bring forth. Now, I got to hurry up. I don't have to hurry up, but I'm going to. Acts chapter 4, something is in this text that I must bring to you now because this text kind of drives home what Holy Ghost said to me and what we're saying in this word. This going to bless your life. Go to Acts chapter 4. Are you there? When you there, say I there. Okay, you don't know where yet. Go to verse 33. My God, I want to release something on y'all this morning. Glory to God. Y'all ready to receive? Boy, this is a morning of impartation. I'm telling you, this is a morning of impartation. I'm going to let you go right now. I'm going to let you go. Uh, but I got to give you this. Acts 4 and 33. And with great power. With what? Great power. This is very important. And with what? Great power. Go ahead. Gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of okay. the Lord. Here is how you give witness. Do you see, the, do you see how this is coming together? Because Paul talked about that your, your, your faith is vain if Christ be not raised from the dead. And watch this. I told you that your faith can be barren. Now look how it comes together. Read it again, read it again Dwayne. What it says? And with great power uh -huh. gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And what else happened? And great grace. What was, happened again? And great grace. So we have great and great. So it says with great power they gave witness and great grace was upon them. I'm running out of time because I can't get to this power and this grace. But I got to release upon you the spirit of greatness. And I hope I can get to this next week. If I don't, I don't. But um, let's at least establish, and the Holy Ghost said this to me. He says, tell this church that they must accept the greatness that's being released on them. I, I know that sounds weak and your response is weak and that's fine. I'm almost there. Greatness, I wrote this down here, this is so powerful. We cannot give witness to the resurrection if you are afraid to be great. Wow. We cannot give witness to the resurrection if you are anti-great. Greatness is a part of the package and has been ordained for every believer.
Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Rule of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 601-5125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.